Efficiency. What's up, everybody? This is Wade with Efficiency. Just wanted to talk about a couple things really quick. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the uh, current healthcare um, trend as far as being a big business, you know, stimulating the economy, that's fine, but there's a lot of people out here, I might offend by saying this, but there's a lot of people that are deceived, maybe even just plain ignorant on the fact of, especially in the world of supplements, in the world of fad diets, there's a lot of things going around. Um, but that's the thing we don't always realize. Um, there's systems out there, there's products um, without ragging on anything specific, but anytime there's a company that says, oh, just take our product every single day for the next six months, uh, renew your subscription, your prescription, all of that, um, there's going to be kind of a red flag in my mind. If there's a lot of people out there looking to lose weight these days and they think that a pill's going to do that, they're severely misled. And I can't blame the person, the individual that's being misled. They're, they're doing the best with the knowledge that they have and the knowledge that they've been given. So this uh, audio is hopefully going to inspire you to do some research on your own. Uh, so I've got an undergraduate degree in exercise science. I've a couple classes away from my master's degree in health and human performance. So on the athletic side, diet and nutrition is super important for performance and the science behind it. It is a science. There's a process where if a hundred people did uh, one thing, there's going to be results for that one thing. Um, if if it's a hundred percent out of a hundred percent, that's probably going to be biased for sure. But you know. If somebody says, hey guys, take this diet, um, it's you know proven effective 2% of the time. Well, that 2%, you know, that means 98% of the time it doesn't work. So there's no such thing as a perfect number, but I like to go with the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle of you know 20% of the, the success comes from 80% of the people, or the reverse of that, 80% of the success comes from 20% of the people, or the effort, whatever that looks like. So I don't know the exact statistics, but this is where I want to encourage you to do research. Find out on your own what works, what doesn't work, what's true for you might not be true for somebody else, but in the end, a true scientific method, a proven mathematical formula, that's the thing. If it's proven to work, it's going to work. So getting into the science, the exercise science between diet and weight loss, it's not going to be a pill. It's not going to be one specific thing that's going to make you lose 30 pounds overnight. Uh, there's a diet fad. Uh, I was in high school. Our health teacher was telling us, you know, hey, there's a lot of people that want to lose weight. There, nobody really says how safe some diets are. He said, you know, you could lose eight pounds um, in a matter of minutes. All you got to do is cut your own head off. You know, and that's the thing. There's so many people that go out there blindly. Like that's that I use that story as a joke, but it's it's also true. Some of the things we're putting into our bodies hasn't been tested. Some of the things we're putting in our bodies, it's more selling hopes and dreams. If I'm talking about certain supplements, uh, whether it's the new, latest, greatest multi-level marketing, hey, take take this pill, oh, uh, take this energy drink, oh, and also take this package. It's all an upsell. If you guys are 
buying into that. Again, I'm not saying that these products are necessarily bad or evil. I just want to encourage you to do your due diligence and research and make sure it is going to be right for you. But I'll tell you one thing, the Beachbody program is not going to get you to lose weight unless you actually do it. You know, the ketogenic diet's not going to get you to lose weight unless you actually do it. So the science behind all of that, guys, is really this big concept, and it's, it's old. That's the thing. If you look through history, the things that are old and work and that are still working, why would we reinvent the wheel? I always hated that analogy, but as far as that, if uh, you know that if you have to eat right and exercise to lose weight and that's the way to do it, how many people are misled to think, well, what if I just go get a tummy tuck? What if I go get a gastric bypass surgery? The underlying cause is still there. Now, without getting too deep into the uh, science of set point theory, I'll briefly talk about set point theory. Set point theory is pretty much your body gets comfortable or efficient at a specific weight. So your metabolism, it gets comfortable, your body processes, digestion, eating habits, it gets comfortable. You get into a routine and sometimes that's healthy and sometimes it's not healthy. For me, I can fluctuate weight within about five to 10 pounds, depending on the time of the year, depending on my activity level, but my body's found a consistent range where in the last five years, I've weighed between those five and 10 pound differences. Um, some people's set point theory, it fluctuates. Your body's more comfortable, you know, 20, 25 pound range. Maybe it's a five to two pound range, but your body gets comfortable with this uh, set point. So once your body gets comfortable to be at one level, it's gonna stay there. The only thing that's gonna change that is if something changes. As simple as that sounds, not a lot of people understand that concept or are willing to believe that. They'd rather spend money and get the quick fix and then still have the problems down the road rather than actually make a change, actually put in effort and make a lifelong impact on themselves to become healthier. So as far as set point theory, that change, it's a simple concept. Again, if you're looking to change your weight, if you're looking to change your physical appearance, it's not just gonna change overnight. You can wish, you can hope, you can pray, but the science says, unless something changes, unless there's a caloric deficiency, that means you're burning more calories, you're taking in less calories and exercising more and burning off calories. Unless you're burning more than you're taking in, you're gonna gain weight. If you're burning the same amount of calories that you're taking in, you're gonna maintain weight. That's science, that's a very simple principle. I'll use the analogy of a bank account. If we're taking money out of a bank account all the time, eventually the bank account's gonna be zero. If we're adding money into the bank account all the time, it's, it's going to grow. The same thing with our body. If we're taking away food, now I'm not saying to do anything crazy, I'm not gonna advise to starve yourself. Um, the, again, there's speaking of fads, intermittent fasting. Um, fasting's been around since probably the latest uh, historical data ever. Let's go with the Bible. The, the Bible talks about fasting. So this isn't a new concept. Is intermittent fasting right for you? I don't know. Uh, everybody's body's a little bit different. Everybody's personal preferences and the way that their mind works is different. Some people enjoy running marathons. Some people enjoy that struggle. Other people want it a little bit easier, but what's easy for somebody might not be 
as easy for somebody else. So finding what your body likes and works best with, again, talking about efficiency, but the science behind it stays the same. If you're taking away more money than you're putting into your bank account, it's gonna change directions. The same's true if you're adding more money than taking out. That's the same concept with our body, guys. So, you know, everybody looks at the uh, food pyramid and says, oh yeah, 2,000 calorie diet. Well, this is where we can get into some specifics and I'll get some uh, information up on my website, efficiencybook.com, as far as, you know, what does a diet plan look for me, for my body, for my body type? Now, there's several different body types out there, but that's the thing. All these multi-level marketing, network marketing events, um, fad diets, do they really talk about that? Do they really talk about you know, your specific body type and how you respond to stress, how your body responds and gets energy um, from food? So that's a, a whole nother concept, again, scientifically based, where there's a lot of information out there. It can be very overwhelming. That's why I always say, go back to the basics. Find what works, find what's been around for a long time and that hasn't been proved wrong yet. So if that's uh, one of those concepts I can get out to you, it's just research, guys. Don't jump into the quick and easy. The quick and easy, again, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. That saying's been around for a long time as well. So as far as the set point theory, to change it, you have to change something in your routine. You've got to change your exercise program. Everybody says, you know, obesity is getting worse and worse. Well, how much more are people sitting on their asses these days? How many times do you see people, hey, I'd rather just uh, sit on Facebook rather than go outside and, you know, play catch something crazy, guys. It's a, a weird concept. Growing up, you know, I played uh, sports growing up. Uh, in college, played sports. After college, I stopped. As soon as I stopped playing sports, as soon as the two-a-day workout stopped, um, people will try to say that, oh yeah, your metabolism slows down because you get older. No, the, the concept, the uh, structure of the economy forces us to slow down. We're trained from an early age to sit in a seat, raise your hand when you want to go to the bathroom, do as you're told, do your homework. That's all preparing us for something bigger. That's preparing us to pay our taxes without getting into uh, too much of the economic side. But traditional school is teaching us to be good students, to move forward and be a good employee. So we go to work, so we show up on time, so we sit in a cubicle for hours on end. Uh, if you guys check out Kelly Starrett, he's uh, kind of a CrossFit guy, but I like him. So one of his concepts is sitting is the new smoking. Everybody, you know, 10, 15 years ago said smoking's killing all these Americans, leading to all these health problems. Well, a lot of people are changing to a different habit. There's always habits I feel like we can uh, replace our habits you know, trade out good habits for bad habits, trade out bad habits for good habits. But one of those habits is, uh, you know, instead of smoking, people are sitting more. Again, going back to the Facebook social media age of, you know, again, sitting on our asses and just um, relaxing probably more than we should. Our bodies, if you look back in history, you know, we were meant to move around. We were meant to do physical activity. If you guys have uh, seen, oh man, I'm drawing a blank on that movie, but um, I want to say it's Wally, -E, the animated, uh, probably Disney, Pixar, whatever movie. You know, it shows the future of, 
you know, people were living in spaceships, were hovering around in basically floating wheelchairs. You know, if you want something, you just press a button and it gets delivered to you. Now, I'm one of the first people to say that I think uh, technology and uh, automation is the future. I think it's absolutely going to take over. I think it should be used to make our lives easier. You know, a hundred years ago, you know, we had to plow maybe 200 years ago. I'm not good with all those historical timelines, but we had to plow fields by hand. We weren't out there using all these fancy machines, you know, uh, back with, you know, carts and buggies. Nowadays, we've got robots. We've got these computerized self-driving combines. You know, there's things out there that plant seeds without anybody lifting a finger. You can do it all from your phone and control a basically a remote controlled tractor out there. So those things have definitely impacted lives to be more efficient, but my point for efficiency is we need to become efficient so we can help mankind. Helping mankind doesn't mean making things so we can be lazy. We still have to put in the effort. And so going back to the diet, you know, we might be able to have uh, order online, have your food delivered to your door, never have to touch a stove again, that's fine. But what are we using that extra efficiency for? What are we using that extra time for? So if we're talking about efficiency, improving lives, well, if we never have to get up off the couch, is that really more efficient? If our health decreases and we're sitting, you know, basically beached whale status in a uh, floating wheelchair, you know, going back to that movie reference, that's not, you know, helping society. That's an illusion. It's an illusion that, you know, life's easier, guys. We just press this button and all of our dreams come true. But that's really not how it works. We actually have to put in the effort. We've got to do the proven scientific method. And again, going back to how we were created, we're social creatures. We we need some, some social aspects in our life. We need some areas where you know we're getting out and moving we need people around us we need to be active that's how our bodies were designed so to go off of that our diets no different it takes accountability it takes um basically if if we're a tribe in africa everybody eats the same thing because they're a community they all live together society again not saying it's a bad thing we become more and more separate you know, I can talk to all my friends uh, with a video chat now. We can go with FaceTime or whatever and not actually have to go see somebody. So when we're living in close proximity, we're more easily influenced by the people and surroundings around us. So again, efficiencybook.com, I talk about these concepts, the seven dimensions of wellness. To be a truly healthy person, you know, it's about conquering all of those aspects. There's more than just eating right there's more than just exercising you've got to get your mind right you've got to get your body right you've got to get your soul right so we can talk more about those concepts at efficiencybook.com but the big thing i want to get through to you guys is just do your due diligence research don't just believe me i i hope you test me and find a way to prove me wrong because again i'm not perfect I'm not going to have all the answers, but I hope that I can inspire you to start finding the answers and find the truth that's best for your life so your quality of life goes up, so those people around you, their quality of life goes up. So if you guys want some more information on set point theory, what a good diet plan looks like, go to efficiencybook.com. This is Wade for Efficiency. Have a great day. Efficiency.